0: More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. First of all, like I was saying, there was a lot that happened. I wasn't feeling myself. I was feeling really bad. You know, so many things going on in my life. No work, no nothing. I was in a bad mood. You know, I was feeling like doo doo. Okay? I was feeling worthless. You know, um, I play the role as Mr. Mom because my mom, my mom. I call her mommy anyways. So. Um, she works during the day, goes to school at night, I stay home, working my business, or at least trying to, and taking care of the kids, okay, everything that goes along with that, food, whatnot, so I was very frustrated, I've been trying to get work and everything, so I was feeling really bad, okay, and I don't know if Pastor noticed it during that weekend, how I hadn't really been myself, I hadn't been myself for a while. I don't know, maybe I hide it very well, I don't know. But during this trip, I went in, and I was like, ugh. We went on this trip. You know, we had a lot of fun, and I'm I'm grateful for that. We went on, I'll just start at this hike. We drove up, we thought it was going to be a quarter-mile hike, because the sign said quarter-mile comes out, it was, I think we figured out to be, a, what, three miles? Up and down hills. I mean, up and down hills. So, yeah, it's so basically it came out to about 12 miles. At least it felt like it. Yes. And not to speak about calories, because we spoke about that at the, at the barbecue. Um, oh, and I just want to clarify, I did not run to and then run back. I ran back I walked very fast because a big guy like me wasn't going to be able to run all the way over there and run back. I would have been passed out, and three of the guys, four of the guys would have had to carry me, which wouldn't have been very fun. But um, I just wanted to clarify that. I'll say okay? I, I ran. I didn't run. I hate cardio. Um, but we went on this hike in that beautiful spot you guys saw where we're all sitting. Okay? That's where we had our Bible study. And you heard what it was that the pastor had asked us, you know, about our life goals and everything. And that actually helped to put things in perspective for me. Because there's a calling upon my life. And when I went to school, which was about two years ago, I started going to school. And I started doing my business, you know, trying to do my business and everything for the past year. I had put God aside. Instead of putting God first in my life, like the Bible tells us we're supposed to, I put him second, maybe even third. Trying to get things going, doing the school thing, trying to get things going once I finish school, I had put God aside, which is a big no-no. During this trip, he asked us, what are our goals, and this and this and that. I won't get too much into what I had said, but basically it brought to remembrance what I'm supposed to do. I told him what I wanted to do in the physical world and then what my calling was for God. And that made me remember, look, I need to do this. reminded me I got to put God first. Once all that happened and everything, um, you know, the situation happened with Pastor's niece and and everything. Um, It was that night um, you know, we we got home and everything. The trip is basically over with. Came to church. There was a big move that happened in the church that day, that Sunday. Right afterwards, um, pastor called a few of us up. He told me that I needed to make a proclamation, and this is where I'm getting into more of a testimony now. Um, he told me to, I needed to make a pro, uh, proclamation. I did I finally did and I don't know if you remember um, one of the things for you those of you that were here one of them was about Satan returning to me my finances my joy my peace and everything and he had to return it to me how many times? seven times more huh oh glory be to God well that Thursday well let me I'm going to back up just a second just to lead up to Monday and everything that just happened. The Wednesday night, I found out about a job position that was put on Facebook from a colleague for a chiropractors looking for a therapist. So I got the information that night. It was about 9 o'clock at night. That Thursday, I was supposed to call. I was feeling so low, low about myself. I said, well, why am I going to call? Nobody has... Called me back for any all the applications I've put in, you know. Here comes the worthless part that I was feeling. Nobody's called me. I've been putting in bookstores, Raytheon, working on the military vehicles that I know so well because that's what I used to do in the military, work on the vehicles. Nobody called me. So, well, why should I? Why should I call? He's not going to want me. Come nine o'clock. I decided. Well, let me go ahead and call anyways. Call. He didn't answer. He called me back. I made an appointment to go see him on Monday morning, 10 o'clock. So the trip happened. I went that morning. We had our little talk and whatnot. He asked me to come back that Monday because we had clients to work on. So I got that position right there and then. And I believe it's because of that proclamation I made I demanded that Satan would give me back everything he stole from me everything everything And after that the Lord showed me because I started getting back into the Bible I mean I read my Bible but I was more reading like through the app through the Bible app on various programs that they have you know read this and read that, blah, 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 blah. I got back into reading about Jesus. And, because I was like, well, you know what? We're supposed to be like Christ. Let me go back and restudy Christ. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So let me go back and read that. As I read that, this scripture popped out at me. And I've read it many times before. But I don't think I ever read it out of the New Living Translation. It says in Matthew chapter 6, it talks about forgiveness. talks about um, storing up our treasures on earth. It talks about uh, worrying about our food, our clothing, what we're going to eat, drink, blah, 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 all this good stuff. And then we come to verse... Thirty-three in chapter 6. And this is the one that popped out on me. And I like the way the New Living Translation says it. It says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else. Remember I said I had put God second, maybe even third. And I was putting everything else before Him. That popped out, slapped me in the face. But then also, it said this. And live... And live righteously, and he will give you everything that you need. I know other versions say, um, and his righteousness. But this one literally says, live righteously. And there's many ways we can live righteously. But if we look at it in the context of this chapter talks about forgiveness talks about not worrying okay. talks about putting the kingdom of God first so those main three things it talks about in this chapter alone about and, and it's put in there with living righteously so to live righteously we need to do these three things and right before I get to you, because this is where you come in, there's one more testimony i got to give. And it just happened last night. Went to the men's meeting yesterday. And we were talking about favor, right? Well, after the men's meeting, we had this band thing that I had to do with my daughter. And then we went home, we were eating. And I had been trying to get in with um, an old colleague of mine. He was starting a, a spa, a business. And this was about six months ago, I think. I, I, I can't remember how long it was. He texted me last night telling me, Hey, Daniel, I have a position open. Are you interested? Yes? Okay. Thank you. Position? What What are you talking about? You know, I know he has a spa, but I didn't know if maybe he wanted me to come and get a massage or whatnot. I text him back, well, What are you talking about? Positions. I need a therapist to come and work every other Saturday from 10 to 6. So, exactly. I went from no job, struggling, barely trying to get by, bills being bad, up for I don't know how long. I don't even see it because my wife takes care is taking care of that she is the one that's been balancing everything but you know she's been stressing she does she doesn't show up, but I know she has when I got this first job and it's a very good pay contract um, very good with my schedule as I need it um, half day on Tuesday because he closes on Tuesdays I'm, I'm off the weekends. He is. He is. And then to come for this one that just came to me. He asked me. I wasn't even thinking about it. He just brought it to me. Part of the seven times that I demanded to be given back. And it's all because this man right here told me I needed to make a proclamation. He felt that God wanted me to make a proclamation. I didn't know what it was that I needed to do. I was like, I even waited a little bit. I was like, say, what am I going to say? And it just started coming out. Started coming out. I don't feel worthless no more. I have joy back in my life. My wife is no longer stressful. How many of you know, uh, how, how many of you can say that when, what's that saying, happy wife Well, the thing is, happy wife, happy wife. Okay? Because she's more happier now. Our bills will be caught up by the end of November. We will have extra money and everything. I'm able to give my tithe now, which is so awesome. I love it. Blessings, blessings, blessings. God is good. And pastors. As I was up there, God reminded me about your confession that you made about... is it okay if I go there? I mean, you made it publicly already. It was that public confession you made that day about that person. He made his confession that day also, asking for forgiveness, for what he was feeling. And as and I was, as I was up there, the Lord remind me about that. Remind me about this scripture about forgiveness. And I didn't finish. I didn't even read it. But it, it goes into the Lord's prayer. It talks about forgiving the sins of others, as He has forgiven our sins. Verse fourteen it says, "If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others," Your father will not forgive you your sins. This man stepped up to the plate and confessed the hatred. Hatred, if I may say that. Hatred is a strong word. He had towards a certain person. And what happened was, is this situation that happens with his niece... Caused him to make that confession. How many of you know that sometimes it takes something drastic to happen in order for us to change in our hearts? That's what happened to him. And the Lord wants me to tell you, brother. That because you made that confession, that just unleashed a lot of things for you. The open the door, open the gates that the pastors are doing with the women. It's not a coincidence that that name was brought out after the fact. After all this has been going on. The Lord is saying that when you made that confession, you broke down the walls that was holding back the blessings that you were supposed to receive because you had that in your heart. And now he says to prepare for the floods that are going to come forth because of that. Because of that. And this goes for both of you because I know as his wife, you knew about what he was holding on to. But with this release, be prepared. Be prepared. And this is what God wanted me to tell you. Be prepared. Be prepared things with the church. You notice that things are growing with the church little by little. Things are going to come forth. Other, other doors are opening wide open. Opening the gates. No coincidence. No coincidence. And that's what he wanted me to tell you. So be prepared. Be prepared. And all this is happening because of this men's meeting. That we all went to this advance. Remember, we didn't call it a retreat. Advance. We're moving forward. And look at, because you guys call it advanced. Everybody made their thing. Things happen. Everybody's moving forward. Forward. And I think I'm done. Unless you want me to keep talking. I can be like. One more thing I want to say. And the Lord just reminded me. If any of you have had these worries, which I know a lot of us have, about what we're going to eat, what we're going to drink, and clothing, and you know, jobs and whatnot. Just remember, God is faithful. Do what he says in this scripture. Put him first live righteously by doing these things just you know not just in this chapter but in this whole book but there's a lot of stuff in that one little chapter that he talks about that holds people back proclaim unforgiveness let it go give it to god put him forward walk forward walk in him walk in the light as Paul tells us to do. So, brother, I am done. I am done. I mean, I could probably go on forever because I take after my pastor here. You know, we can just talk. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?